Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's April 12th, 2020. April 12th? It's April, April 2nd. 2nd. You idiot. Sorry. April 2nd. I want to throw anybody off. God no. dang it. It's funny, as uh, you and I were just talking a little TV right before you started. I got to tell you, I've watched every Tiger King since you left. Okay. That's why I started the show that way. This is a joke to you, but it's, it's crazy as fuck. Okay. I only watched... <laughs> I only watched part of the first episode. Yeah. I'm an animal guy. Yeah, now, it, you, you won't be bothered. No, but I'm saying yeah. just... I like am I, too. I started watching, and when they showed that fucking palette yeah. with the cow cutting about 80, kind of yeah. like, ugh. But I will I will go to that. Yes. I'm going to watch it. Okay, good. I, I'm glad you are. But it's funny, Dave. I'm, I'm not a binge TV guy. I'm yeah. just not. The only time... We talked about this... Four or five shows ago, or maybe not even that long, talking about Breaking Bad. When yeah. Breaking Bad and, and getting caught up, I'm actually doing it right now because we all have nothing but time on our hands. And I'm watching Ozark. That's my next one. With Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. Now, I know they're into season three or yeah. season three. three. I am. What are you at? I'm, I've only seen one episode ever, and we stopped because someone in the family didn't want to watch it anymore. But we're going back. Yeah, I'm. I think I just finished. I'm only in season one. Okay. But I think I just finished episode uh, eight. Okay. I think I just finished episode eight. How many are there per season? Do you know? Seems like about 10. Okay. So really digging it. Good. It's great. I heard it's great. Yeah. And I've heard that that show, well, you were watching The Office and you were kind of wavering on that. And Dude, I, told I fucking you, love it. I told you, it gets better every year, right? I laugh out loud five times a show. And there aren't, yeah. there's nothing on TV that makes me laugh out loud. Right. Like, I can't tell you how happy I am that Modern Family is going to air their last episode next week because I feel like i am just been stuck with it because I've watched everyone. Yeah. The show hasn't been good in forever. It's a horrible fucking show. Modern yeah. Family sucks. I haven't watched that show in five years. Oh, it's terrible. A poor Ed O'Neill. <laughs> and... And I heard Sofia Vergara is a real bitch. In real life? Yeah. Fuck. I have a friend who goes I have a friend who goes to a bunch of like is on an email list for all these question and answer things that yeah. celebrities do when and premieres and will go to get autographs and pictures. And he'll tell me, Oh my gosh, this person here is so nice and they're great and all these people, Damn. and I said, hey, what about, uh, I was going to take my sons a couple of weeks ago to America's Got Talent. Yeah. And I asked him about Sofia Vergara. He goes, oh, she's awful. Fuck. Now, but, it's just one I, man's opinion, but he loves everybody. Yeah, but that wouldn't surprise me. You know, and, and it wouldn't. Not because she's good looking or anything like that, but she does so many things. You've heard her on Stern. Yeah. Where she is not only as successful as she is, she's also... An agent for every basically Latin star. Oh, I didn't know that. So she wow. gets a piece of everybody's money. Like she has a ton of fucking money. Wow. And so I, I don't, I'm not saying that's a reason to be mean to people or not nice people, but you could tell she's probably a high in demand time person. How many episodes of Tiger King is there? I've called seven. it Lion King, Jungle King. Yeah. I've called it everything. There's only seven only, total? And only seven. And when the seventh one is over, I'm like, dude, good. Because I'm fucking, I'm done. Like, it, it, you, it gets better and better, but still at seven, I was like, thank God this is over. All right. So are it, you done with it? Yeah. All I'll say is, it's the only show you'll ever watch where you hate everybody. Yeah. There's not one character you go, he's, yeah. he's my guy. Well, I watched a lot of the first one, and I'll go back and finish it. 
But that dude in South Carolina, when he comes riding in on the elephant, Doc, like he's Johnny yeah. Swinging Dick, yeah. I'm like, what a fucking duel. <laughs> but I loved it. And that Carol Baskin is just a, a weirdo. But now I want to watch to find out the whole story yeah, about her. Yeah, watch the whole thing. About her husband and that whole deal. And Joe, it's Joe Exotic. <laughs> that kid. And the thing, too, David, don't give it away because I haven't seen it. But all of a sudden, I'm watching the first one. And they're interviewing the girl who works for him. And you just kind of casually look and go, man, that looks like she's missing an arm. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's. Like that yeah, thing the one who, she sits like she first of all she's missing an arm and she sits like she has balls like she sits like a man. Well, I didn't pay attention to that, but I'm like, is her arm going? Oh yeah. All right. I'll, Just so you know, she had an arm at one point during the that's show. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. All right, I'm gonna go. She didn't go work there with a the stump. No, she earned that stump. That looked like, dude. That looked like something happened. All yeah. right, I'll uh, let me get through Ozark. And then we'll get caught yeah. up and we'll go The from thing there. is, I figured I had to watch this because everybody's talking about it. Like, every yes. time you go to Netflix, it yeah. says on their number one show. Yeah, that and Ozark. And so I'm like, all right, yeah. I, I got to watch this fucking show. Yeah. And, and my kid's like, this is the best documentary of all fucking time. Just loved every second of it. I was just like, holy cow, man. When you talk train wrecks, it is just absolutely amazing. The guy who found those three maniacs, like that dude. There's more than three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. I mean, yeah, but I was. But thinking, I mean, no. But it shows you as you'll see as the show goes. There's a guy in Missouri. There's a guy in South Carolina. Oh, there's Jesus. a guy, a girl in Florida. There's a guy in Oklahoma and a guy in Vegas. Oh God! They're all, all over right. the place. They're all fuck offs. <laughs> Jesus, and you hate every one of them. <laughs> every guy. Every one of them. And it was funny. The second day we watched the show, all of a sudden it comes out that Carol Baskin's being investigated again. Well, I, I saw yeah. that. All right. Well, let yeah. me let me. Get I'm not going to give anything away, but and then we'll uh, we'll. You want go everybody that. to get theirs. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. You hope everybody ends up fucking behind bars. Is what you're hoping for. Um, I was driving down tonight, and I was talking to my son Jack, and we were talking about different things and the whole deal, and we were trying to figure out tonight what was the last day when things felt normal. And he said Christmas. Oh, that's funny. I go, man, I don't know if I'd go back that far. Like, I was in, I was at the stadium series Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. Which is about, I don't know, six, seven weeks ago. That felt pretty normal. I mean, you were able to go to restaurants and hotels and the airports were pretty crowded. When was the last time, Dave, you look at it and you go, man, this is the last time when things felt normal? I'll tell you, January 25th. What day was that? The day before Kobe died. Oh, shit. You know what? Because when Kobe died, it just really sucked. Not just being a Laker fan, but he was my kid's hero. You know, I I, kind of knew him a little bit. It wasn't, we weren't close friends. I'm not dropping names. I'm just telling you, I I covered the team when he started playing with him. It was after yeah. on the 26th of January, it got crazy sad, you know, that and then they didn't think it's been that long. Yeah. Then they didn't have the funeral or the celebration of life until February 24th. Right. And then what? When I'm on March 12th is when they basically told you, hey, school shut down. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just it's fucking nuts, man. It, it is so crazy. And then I watch nonstop. I mean, I'm CNN and. Fox, I go back and forth all the time. I know I'm one of the few guys that does this, but I like yeah. to see how people are covering up from all angles. 
Ah. And um, it's really disappointing when you go back and see how soon we probably knew and didn't do shit. Yeah. And then the, the stupid tweets that you look <sighs> back and you're like, man, you know what? I think your number one job, I'm not saying this is Donald Trump's fault. What I'm saying is your number one job as president before the economy is to make, make sure the citizens of the United States are protected. Yeah. That's your number one job. You would hope. And who gives a shit about the economy if you're dead? Yeah. And what? that's and that's just disappointing that he there are fifteen guys. First it was one Chinaman, as he said it. Yeah. That's not me saying that. And then it was fifteen and the numbers are going down. And now we're like looking at these numbers and it's just Dude, it's crazy. It's horrific, man. Yeah. They I look back but that Kobe for, that Kobe days are pretty But for your kids it's a big and that's the reason I say it's a big deal for your kids is when you're a kid, do you remember how time's how slow time goes by? Oh yeah. And so you remember everything. I mean, you oh, start yeah. bringing everything in. This day I did this. This day I did this. So as an adult, as adults, the time goes faster and faster, and you have a lot of memories. But when you're a kid, this is a big thing that they're going to remember and tell their kids about and their oh, grandkids yeah. about. And I feel bad for any anyone that, number one, is missing out. But, but two, as far as I always say, you want to have a good childhood. This yeah. sucks. Anyone yeah. who's grown up, this fucking sucks. Yeah, there's so many kids. Last night was their mom's birthday. It's awesome that you celebrated her birthday. Yeah, and she said, hey, we'll do something when things calm down. I said, yeah, we'll do something then, but we're doing something uh, tonight, too, yeah. or, or for last night. So we went little Italian place in La Mesa that was still open, Dave, and you go in, man, and you could tell this is just like a one-man operation, and I ordered dinner for everybody, and you go in, and... Dude, it's like the poor guy's wearing the mask. I'm the only guy in there. Yeah. And we got dinner. Did you have to call to get it to go? How did it, How did the yeah, whole process we just, go? we just called and put the order in to go. And okay. then um, took it back to the house and then just watched Jumanji Part 2. Yeah. Right? And just, it was cool. And she had, she and my one son had kind of baked a cake earlier in the day. And that was great. And she sent me a message today and said, you know, I'm really glad we did that. That's that cool. was cool and I needed it. But I always say to people, man, birthdays matter. Birthdays matter in our family a lot. And it means the day of the birthday matters. Sure, we can go out at some point when everything gets back to normal and go do a nice dinner and catch up on things. But on that day, you need to be recognized. But I was talking to my... Uh, my son Jack tonight, and he said, man, you know what we need? He goes, the thing that we always have between me, him, and his brother is he goes, Dad, we always have something we're looking forward to. Yeah. There's always, whether it was Padre game or Pearl Jam or the Stones, he goes, man, we just need something to look forward to. And I said to him on the drive down, I go, well, you know what? I said, I think August 1st is going to be a Saturday night. Um. Because my brother's birthday is the 24th, and yeah. that's a Monday. And I said, I think it's a Saturday night. He goes, all right. And I go, that's 22nd anniversary of the show. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I said, what if we say tonight, at least one thing you can put on the calendar is, God willing, and everybody's ready to go, August 1st, we're going to throw a hell of a party. Cool. And we'll raise a little money. I don't think, Dave, we're going to do it quite like we did the 20th anniversary where we get a bunch of silent auction items and everything else. But here's the one thing I would like to do 
We'll raise a little money for Jake's projects. But the other guy I want to raise a little money for is my boy Bob McElroy at the Alpha Project. I watched Bob yesterday on TV, and what he continues to do for the homeless as shit gets crazy. Bob talked about his team, and they nobody on his team is called in sick. He goes, Good. everybody around town is calling in sick. Nobody blames them. Nobody on my team is called in sick. But I was exchanging text messages with him last night, just telling him how proud I am uh, that we're part of the Alpha Project family. And I just think, Dave, when we get there, we'll figure it all out. Don't start bugging us now. We don't have anything set up. All you guys, not all of you, but there's people that always jump. Well, where do I send the money? <laughs> how do I buy tickets? What? I don't know any of it. Dave and I literally came up with it with my son, Jack, 20 minutes ago. And because we have no idea what the world's going to look like on August 1st, we'll fucking wait till July 23rd. The only thing I know is disappointing Joseph will play. Because I know those guys will be available on a Saturday night when I need them. So <laughs> Saturday nights are usually big for those guys. I hope so. Well, we're going to... This is a big night. Okay. Well, for us it is. But disappointing Joseph might go, fuck off. They won't. Tad and the gang will be there. We'll book them, but as far as where we go or anything else, literally, Dave, what I'd like to do is just set it up where you pay 22 bucks to get in and we just go and hear some music and drink a few beers and be happy that we all celebrated, uh, that we all made it, and hopefully we all make it. And then uh, we'll give a little money to Bob. We'll put a little money in Jake's projects, and off we go. That'd be great. It was awesome a couple years ago. It was just a really good time. Yeah, and so... If you need something to look forward to, if you noticed I didn't lock anybody into catering, I didn't lock anybody in for a location, I'm not doing any of that shit. We'll just, we'll worry about it <laughs> when we get close. But right now for August 1st, I would like Steve Woods to play guitar and I'd like his son Bo to sit in on drums. That's all I want. And, uh, and everything else will figure itself out. That kid, dude, I tell you what, I'm buying stock in Bo Woods. You see that little shit hitting the drums and hitting pitches? Uh, I did. I did. I've seen it. I, it's be honest with you, that's one of my favorite things on social media is watching that Did you see him kid. laughing today? Yeah. I just want to know, over or under, how quickly does he get suspended from school? Oh, I don't think he ever does. Oh, I think he's getting suspended. Val he's valedictorian. Bullshit. You can't go through school saying, fuck off. And oh, yeah. And he can't sit there going, punching kids out. Well, I'll tell you this, if Steve <laughs> if Steve could stop with the fake British accent uh, and just do the videos of Bo, we'd all be better off. No, he, Bo is great. Congratulations to you two, because Woods tried to rein us in for his album thing. I did it one day just because I wanted to put Al Wilson's show and tell up, and yeah. then I haven't done it again. Yeah. You didn't participate. No. We just ran his social experiment right into the ground. <laughs> We had no time for it at all. Dude, I hate when people try and get me in those things all the time. I don't care yeah. what it is. I love Steve, man. He's one of my favorite guys. He's but great. Fuck, I don't want to play that game. Go Googling images and shit and posting them. I don't want to fucking do that. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to tag 10 people. <laughs> I'm definitely not doing that. I will tell you this, Dave. This was yeah. something that I did today, and this is something that I would recommend to everybody. And I will tell you, I just kind of fell into it, and it was great. Yeah. I went through my phone today, and we all, in your contacts, yeah, all your contacts are alphabetized. And I went A, B, I think I went all the way down through E. Okay. It took, it takes a long time. 
A through E, and everybody that I had not talked to in more than a week, I sent them a text message, and the message said, hey, I'm just checking in to say hi. I hope you're doing all right, thinking about you. That's cool. It was unbelievable. All the different people, names that you'll remember, Dave Brody, Ernie Martinez, Aaron Creasy, Dale Downing, everybody in my phone I went and checked in on today. Did they respond to you? Yeah. Wow. Corey. Corey and Dennis, and it was great. And all I did through today was A through E, and then tomorrow I'll probably knock out F, G, and H, and just go through your phone. And And my rule was, if I haven't talked to you in, in more than a week, just send a text message and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're doing all right. And it was awesome. It was great. You know who I <laughs> – it's funny that you said this. You know who I end up calling all the time by accident or texting all the time Lisa by accident? Lisa Ann. No. Who? Darren Woodson, former Dallas Cowboy. Why? How do you even have his number? Believe it or not, you brought this up the other day. It was happened to be the day that Lisa Ann was on the show, but it was one of those where you're like, fuck, how do I have this guy's number? Like, you have Reggie Jackson's number in your phone. I have him in my my phone book. Okay. Yeah. You have a phone book? Old school KFMB. (laughs) Dave, I, we were- How do you not have it in your phone? We were so, it's what everybody's probably done- where you have all this time on your hands. And so like 10 days ago, <laughs> I cleaned out my closet. And I found from our days at KFMB, I used to have like a, it yeah. was a black book. Yeah. Where all our guest phone numbers. I haven't seen this thing in 15 years. Oh, fuck. And one of the numbers in there is Reggie Jackson. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, but like if I if I could take pictures of it, Without giving the phone numbers away, every number looks like I've had five strokes. Like, I look at the (laughs) penmanship. I go, what the hell was I doing? (laughs) Like, I just, you could have had anybody. You could have had that girl from Tiger King writing, and she would have written it better than my penmanship. I'll bring it down here so you can see it. The funniest shit ever. Oh, my God. That's funny you say that. The the numbers, that whenever I write like that, it's the twos, the threes, and the fives. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. That's funny as hell. It's like like basically my old Rolodex that I haven't seen in 15 years, but all of these numbers... Every time I mean to call Steve Woods or text Steve Woods, I always go Woodson first because their their names are back-to-back. I can't see for shit. Where do we even have him? We had him on there a few times, I think, because he, he's in the phone and he's like, I'm like, oh, fuck. Darren, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you. Yeah, he, he's cool as hell him. every time. He doesn't go, fuck, man. What are you doing? He doesn't yeah. He doesn't ever get I'd get mad. Right. Happens. Makes you a weirdo. At least once a month. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and yeah. usually it's something that I probably shouldn't send to him because, you know, the shit you and I and yeah. Woods text each other. It's something terrible. Uh, the best part of the last few days are incredible. And I don't know where you are. You never, you never respond. I've had the funniest three days texting back and forth with Brett Boone. (laughs) And you go, he's one of our favorite guys, but where do you like, dude, I'm just hanging out on a Thursday. Cause he's watching the MLB channel. Fucking all these guys like we are. Yes. (laughs) I was trying to protect him from what he was chirping about. The funniest fucking guy ever. But I that's my advice for people. If you're looking for something and you're hanging out at home, instead of posting pictures or, or playing who what the hell did I see today? Uh what's that game? My eye, my what's that? Oh, uh, I spy. I spy. Stop with that shit. Okay? <laughs> Stop it. 
Um, <laughs> dude, just go through and check in on the people in your yeah. phone, and you'll be fired up. Oh my gosh, that how is, many you'll hear from? It was great. That is so damn funny. I was thinking with this uh, with this whole coronavirus, a couple things. Now is the time. I'm not telling you to do it, but now is the time. If you're going to rob a bank, everybody's wearing a mask. Boy, I hated working in the liquor store on Halloween night. No shit. I hated it, man. No yeah. shit. Yeah, not not good. I don't even know if the bank's open, are they? No, the banks are open. Wow. I've been in it. The banks are <laughs> the banks are open. I went Damn. to uh, Kaiser today because I had to pick up medicine. Oh. And I was like, all right, how's this going to work? And it, yeah. w- it was interesting. You call the medicine in, and then you walk up outside. Then they there's a guy with a mask on, plastic okay. gloves on, and then he has a plastic bag. You got to put your Kaiser card inside, your driver's license, and your credit card. Wow. Then they tell you to go park your car in, in a certain lot. They put a big number on your window, and then they come out. They deliver it right to your to your door. You don't really? walk inside the hospital anymore. Wow. And they uh, they come out, and they, they go, here's your medicine. Check the bag. Make sure everything's in there, everything that you gave us, and then the medicine's correct. And then you walk out. That's when you wonder, man. Like, well, anything. Is this thing's going to ever go back to what they were? Well, I, I said to that friend of mine in Toronto today, I go, hey. Tell me if I'm crazy. Yeah. But I go, right now with the airfare, as low as it is, and hotels, I go, what about booking a trip to New York City in December, right? Because you have to think that if we get through all this shit, like New Year's Eve next year is just going to be outstanding, as we all tell 2020, get the fuck out of here, right? And she's like, not a chance, man. She's like, cold spell feeds this thing and it could bounce back i go shit i don't want to go to great falls montana for new year's eve i just like it's a little bit why we said let's do something on august 1st because you just don't know if or when anything will be normal again yeah no you're you're absolutely right you know it's um i was thinking that some of the things that if you were ahead of the game mm-hmm. if you were to let's say you got a puppy yeah about a month ago now it's yeah. the perfect time Great to have a puppy time, right you're at home. It's not going to shit and piss all over yeah. the carpet. You're going to be there watching it. You can train it. You can raise it to the whole deal. Whereas yep. if you get a puppy and you have to go to work for eight hours, you're freaking out what the hell's going on at home. Yeah. So now would have been the a great time what to do What if you just it. had a baby? Yeah, exactly. There are a lot of people we know who have had babies who are fans of the show that all of a sudden they're at home with their, with their kid. And that's that's awesome. I mean, that, yeah. that and I'd be scared too. If I had a baby, I'd be a little nervous too. But if... You aren't leaving, and and you're everything is good. That that's fantastic. Um, you know, it, it it's funny. As my wife had to go into work yesterday, like yeah. she's been working from home, but she had to go into work yesterday. And she uh, she comes back and she says, last night we we're brushing. We have two different things. She's brushing her teeth on one side. I'm brushing her teeth on the other. She goes, man. I really enjoyed not having to put makeup on the last few weeks, and you know, I've I've cut my hair shorter than I've kept it in years, and um. She goes, I'm thinking about getting rid of my nails. And finally, I just turned around. And I didn't say a word, dude. All this yeah. shit. Finally, I just turned around. I go, fuck, when are you going to start pissing standing up? I go, <laughs> I go are you, you going to even try ever again? Yeah. And she got so pissed at me for Good. saying that. But I'm like, fuck. And then tonight, she's like, hey, I'm keeping my nails. Like, I don't give a shit if you keep her nails. Yeah. But don't act like you're throwing in the fucking towel either. Yeah. Quitter. <laughs> go here. What the hell's going on? What are you doing? Enough. Fuck. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, how many other people are going through that same shit? You're like, I'm still putting a Dodger hat on every day. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy that's wearing the baseball cap every day. Yeah. Never shaves. I'm thinking uh, to entertain myself, I'll just start 
changing my facial hair. I don't know what the fuck to do. Jesus. I went to our office. I had to go last week. And here's the other thing, too. Uh, we, I had to go, and I had to pick things up. And I'll say for any of us that are still lucky enough, and man, Dave, I'm lucky every day. I just, I'm so thankful every day. You never know tomorrow yeah. or a week what changes, but for now I'm good. Don't be the fucking asshole driving the neighborhood, making calls to people complaining because somebody's in an office building at 2121 Main Street. Maybe those people are in there so that 10 other people. Yeah. Can keep a fucking paycheck coming in. You know, God, we get such a group of fucking pussies in this country and just fucking let just mind your own fucking business for Christ's sake. But I went up there and I tell you what, man, I was there for 20 minutes visiting with our security guy. It's yeah. crazy to think it was a week ago today. And uh, it was so sad. Like, it's just, it's sad. And you want to believe it'll get back to normal. But our building's a really high-energy place. Yeah. And there's so many incredibly great people in there. And when I walked in, I had to kind of go back to my area. And my area's kind of in the back. And you walk through, and it's so quiet. The lights are dim. And you look at all the desks of your buddies. Yeah. And they're not there right now. And... You just go, shit, it sucks. And I bet for Rita, I bet for Rita, it's the same thing, man. When you go into the office, there's a certain vibe. There's a smell. Yep. There's a sound that you hear. And when you don't go in there, it just sucks. And, and man, for any of you that are able to go in because you're trying to feed your family, you're trying to keep your benefits, yep. you're doing anything you can. Believe me, I'll never fucking narc you out. Do your thing. We all have to be adults, make the decisions that make sense for ourselves. But God damn, I just hope we can all get through this and look back, like you said, Dave, in a couple of years and go, holy shit, wasn't that crazy? So I wonder how this changes things in, you know, the, in the future, meaning that there are a lot of companies that have these really nice office buildings. You work yep. in a really nice building. Yeah. And they, they go, you know what? It's just cheaper for us to have a smaller building and have certain people work from home. And, yeah. and give them the option of working from home. And, and you know how it is. I mean, you're sitting and you're logging in. They know when you're when you're yeah. there and you aren't there. But two is, for a lot of people, for you, for example, you probably save yourself traffic-wise two hours a day. Oh, yeah, every day. And so if you had an option, not saying that's what you would do, but I'm saying for a lot of people, they're going, you know what? Two hours a day is a long time that I, either I'm with my family or I'm with my kids in the afternoon coaching yeah. or even sleeping, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you wonder, do office buildings change on how they run their businesses, that this is a huge wake-up call? I tell you, the biggest shocker to me through this whole process mm -hmm. is that we're three weeks in and things are falling apart fast in our in yeah. our, in our country when you're seeing the panic. And you're yeah. going, how the hell are we not prepared for something better than this? I just didn't, didn't see it coming that we'd fall apart and be this desperate right now. Yeah, I... For me, I'm a guy who likes being in the office. Yeah. Even though it's a commute, each way. I love the energy. The guys that I have that, that work on my team are great. And I, I like that energy. So, but I'll tell you this, you mentioned being logged in. Yeah. I make sure my, my workday starts at eight. I'm make sure every day I'm logged in because I owe it to every guy on my team Yeah, and too many of my friends that have been impacted to fuck around and not take it seriously. 
Um, but yeah, it all, oh, Dave, I'd, I'd give this up to, to go back and dealing with the commute and traffic and all that shit just to be back with the people in that building shit. I, the, the weird thing will be, you're right. You're able to get up later cause your commutes yeah. four and a half feet. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but again, for, for everybody. And I know I heard intercom. I meant to text Steve today. I heard Entercom went through a whole nother wave of laying people no off and, and other companies are going through yeah. all of it. And it's just, it's heartbreaking, man. It's just heartbreaking because when you and I have lost radio jobs, you go, okay, well, we're back out in the, in the job field. It's not like now where there's 10 million people out in the yeah. job field and nobody's a lot of businesses that are closing. So it's just incredibly scary. I thank everybody who continues to subscribe to this show through Patreon because when we look at that at the first of the month, I, you and I were talking last night. I'm like, dude, there may be 40 bucks in here. But for all of you that are nice enough in this time, even though it's only five bucks a month, I know Dave appreciates it. I appreciate it. Thank you for, for yep. everything. For Brian, for Dan Williams, who I talked to today for a long time, for Al Taylor, those guys. Shit, man, I'm just, yeah, you become a little bit more aware of the things that really, truly matter in your life when you go through anything horrible. And it's just, it's what I said to my son, Jack, tonight is I go, maybe the one thing that, that helps everybody is that we're all going through it together. Anytime you and I have had miserable days and it feels like we're the only guys having a miserable day and you wonder how is everybody else so happy when we feel like shit? Well, you look around and you go, dang, man, there are a lot of people feeling it right now. We're just kind of all in it together and we all got to work together to get out of it. You know, it's funny. One of the things that, uh, that I've noticed that I'm doing that I, like a lot of people say, well, and I'm eating a lot more, you know, cause they're, cause they're home. Yeah. Man, I I buy something I think off of Amazon every day. And oh, I was like, I dang! Gotta, I got to stop buying things. Is that right? Yeah, like literally two things come to the door every day. Really? And, and, and I'm like, fuck, man, I can't keep this up. I've never done this in the past, but Amazon comes to my house. My neighbors, I mean, it's there's so many trucks delivering shit nonstop. Really? And no one's getting packages stolen because everybody yeah. is uh, at home. But I'm like, this is the one thing that as as where I'm out of control. Oh, I haven't done that at yeah. all. The only thing I did, I did buy one book. I bought one book because the other day I was looking at uh, looking at Sports Weekly, and it talked about great sports books to get you through yeah the the shutdown. And it said uh, Jim Bouton Ball Four. Yeah. And you know, I've never read it. We used to have it. I think it was sent to us. Right. And I think we I had gave, like a big. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was huge. But the one that, so yeah, probably somewhere in storage, I probably have yeah. like, oh, by the way, if anybody, I should do this. I should start doing a sale for anybody uh, when you go through and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird how I have three copies of certain shit <laughs> when you clean things out. Um, I found two extra copies of Don Winslow's The Cartel the other day. Great book. I don't think I need three of them. And uh, I found that I have extra copies of Mission Impossible on Blu-ray. Like, what the fuck? How many of these do I have? So do you need either one of those? They're yours. 
But um, but when I was reading Sports Weekly, it said buy ball four with ball five, the extra part, because he tells the whole story of how he started Big League Chew. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that, that he started Big League Chew. That was his company, too. Oh, wow. So I go, oh, shit. So I found it for like 14 bucks. Yeah. The guy ships it to you. It'll fucking show up in December. But that's, Dave, you and I are so different. That's what Dan Williams and I were talking about today is the whole mindset that everybody has at this time for what to do with your paycheck, if you're getting unemployment, if this stimulus check shows up, the whole thing, what are you doing? And yeah, I haven't done anything like that. Anything as far as buying anything or doing anything. The only thing, I I mean, I bought a desk and a chair because I needed it. But anything else, I haven't I haven't bought anything. Yeah. What are you buying? Dude, I'm buying stupid shit. I mean, nothing major. Like, nothing more than, like, 50 bucks. You know? But I'm still, I'm that spending 50 up. bucks. Oh, it does. I mean, I'm buying magnet uh, fucking balls that you put that hold your phone in your car. You know what I mean? That's, oh, that's stupid shit. I'm buying Wi-Fi extenders in the house. Uh, you know, I, I just paid for someone to paint my wall on the side of my house today. 2100 bucks. You know, Why? Like, because I'm gonna sell the house, and uh, it needs it needs to look great. So I'm sitting there <laughs> writing checks God and running dang. up the credit card, and I'm like, "Fuck, man!" You know, nothing, nothing crazy. The one thing I have, and it's funny, I, I bought it, and I do it not just because Dodger Stadium was hosting, but I was yeah. usually buying All Star Game something. Yeah, those and are fun. I, and I was go, I have one from like the Astros when they hosted the All Star Game in like 2006. Anyway, I have a. Dodgers All-Star Game hat because they're supposed to have All-Star Game. Well, it might yeah. not ever happen. Right. And so Avin has all the stickers on it and shit. I'm not even going to open this thing no. up. Hell, it might be worth something one day. Yeah. The, the All-Star Game that never happened. But anyway, yeah, just I'm literally bored and I'm on Amazon and, uh-huh. I'm, and I'm buying sh- shit here and there and that's uh that's basically Get it. Get out but, of that but, habit. Yeah, well, I am. That's I'm telling you right now out loud so I will stop stop doing it. But Man, nothing, uh, nothing crazy. As I said, I've been watching The Office, which was a great idea for. for it might have been you that told yep. me to watch it, and so I'm, uh, I'm into that, and I'm done with the Tiger King shit. I'm gonna be in Ozark and all that stuff that I said. I don't have ever chance to watch or get to that. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm literally binge watching everything. My kid walked my mom through Netflix today. And okay. So he he calls her up and he goes, you know, Grandma, here's here's the Netflix account. You can use our account. Yeah, I'm gonna walk you through the process. And she, of course, she complains. And then he goes, <laughs> she goes, I can't figure it out. And he goes, just fucking Facetime me. And she goes, I enabled it. I hate Facetime. So then finally, she figures out the fucking Facetime thing. And he's okay. just like, Jesus Christ. But he's Come calm. On. Yeah. Well, she fucking FaceTimes and then puts the phone right in her ear. Oh, Jesus. And she goes, do you see my screen? No, I can't see shit. I see the inside of your ear. You know, and he's <laughs> trying to tell yeah. her, take the fucking phone away. But he's trying to stay cool. And then finally hooked her up on Netflix. She's going to start watching shows and everything Good. else and gave her something to, to do. But I'm like, holy <laughs> cow, man. She's losing her mind because she cut the cord on everything. Everything. Yeah. My uh, friend of mine. Did the same thing. FaceTimed her mom the other day. Yeah. And her mom had no idea where to look. And so she kept sending me screenshots because I could see my friend. And then you're seeing like, like the side of her mom's head and like, uh, and she's like, just look at the phone. (laughs) But I said, 
Like, you know that's going to be us, man. Yeah. You know. Something's like, coming along I won't be able to keep up with. Absolutely. Right. Our kids are our grandkids. Here's what I've done, and I appreciate everybody who's chimed in. We left here Sunday night, and we got out relatively early. And so coming from East Lake to get back to PB, I took the 94. Yeah. Took the 94 across, and I go, you know what? This will take me right in downtown. I go, damn, I wonder what's going on downtown right now. So I went in, and the first thing I did was swing by Petco Park. Yeah. And that just sucked because yeah. it should have been the end of opening weekend and all of those different things, and it's quiet. And then I swung over to Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And I started coming north on Fifth Avenue, and I realized, holy shit, I'm the only car now, again, it's a Sunday night at 9 o'clock, but I parked and I took a shot that's on my Instagram and, cool on, and on my Twitter of the gas lamp at night completely quiet, and it was down. And then last night, I was I had gone to see my sons, and like I said, we'd had dinner with their mom for her birthday, and I was coming back, and I go, well, you know what? I'm going to go into PB. <clears throat> And so I went down to Crystal Pier and then swung back. And I took one, and the one I took last night is probably just two blocks uh, east of Crystal Pier. Yeah, it's a great picture. Looking again and completely shut down. And that to me is like I've had friends say, hey, man, come up and do one in Carlsbad. Do one in Encinitas. Do one in Oceanside. And so that's one thing I may do. I will say this. This is what I learned Sunday night. And this, this was the most frustrating thing to me of the week. Yeah. As I went through a completely empty gas lamp quarter. And I, I started I started on 10th, right? Went right by the old ESPN 800 building. Yeah. All the way down to Petco. I didn't go 9th or 8th, but I just went to 7th, down 6th, 5th, 4th, all the way to Horton Plaza. It took me 20 minutes <laughs> Because I hit every light. Dave, you're reminded when the gas lamp is empty how incredibly cool it is. How many different places you have for dinner, variety, clubs, steak, whatever you want is there. And what made me absolutely insane when I went through there is that the local leadership in this town never understood that the NFL would have been here every five years. Yeah, would have been the best setup in, in any city in the United States. Hands down. Fuck SoFi Stadium. All respect to Las Vegas. Miami, New Orleans, it would have been better than all of them. 100% Davis right. Because I've said it over and over again, what was said to us from the NFL was, what San Diego has is that people can fly in, you can get dropped off right downtown, whether you're at the Hilton or the Hyatt or the Marriott, wherever we go, any of those hotels, you could be at the embassy suites for Christ's sake, and people never have to get back in the car. Yeah, They can walk to the convention center. They can walk to the game. You can have events at Petco Park that would have benefited guys like our friend Bob McElroy in the Alpha Project, who was 100% behind the downtown stadium. And look, Dean's a dumb shit too, because Dean should have realized if Dean 
who may have been the dumbest guy in all of it. Dean should have been the guy to look and go, God damn, downtown's a gold mine. Let me put all my chips on the table and do everything I can do to get this thing done. Let me commit to San Diego for 30 years. Let me say, hey, I'll put all this money up, the, the NFL. And instead, he was too smug. City leaders were too smug. Everybody is to blame. But the other thing that I did about five days ago was go through Mission Valley. There's a fucking broken yoke in Mission Valley. Yeah. What else do you have? There's not <laughs> shit in Mission Valley. There's not jack shit in Mission Valley. And we're so fucking short-sighted in this town. It's why the convention centers had to be rebuilt two times, and they're trying to do it a third. We can't fucking get it straight. But when I drove through there the other night, and you go, wow, this is a completely different place when you don't have Donnie Douche and his 14 buddies walking around. Yeah. You just go, God damn, dude, we would have owned the NFL for the next 30 years. And I blame Dean. Faulkner's the biggest empty suit. Yes. In the and we've seen a lot of them in this town. But Faulkner and all those dickheads, Scott Sherman and the rest of them. But man, oh man, if you just need to get out and do it late at night. But if you go, hey, I got a night. Just get in the car and go see how goddamn cool that gas yeah. lamp is. And and when this shit gets rolling, find just one favorite restaurant, go down there and support them. But Dave, that was the thing that made me insane on Sunday night because the draft would have been here every five years. Yeah. The Super Bowl would have been here every five years. And and with all respect to what Pete and Ron are doing with the Padres, the football town. We've always been a yeah. football town. It just could have been outstanding, and instead it's a memory. It is. Uh, you're right. It's always been a football city. You and I have had this conversation for years when we were doing radio in this town. Even though you and I were bigger baseball fans than we were, obviously, Charger fans. Sure. We were way into the Padres. It's, um, it, it, it's sad because on my phone, the way I had it set up is I put every Padre game in there. Yeah. So it goes off every fucking night. Tell uh, me the Padre game starts in 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, who they're playing, where they're at. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, this is just a reminder every fucking day that we don't have it. I know it's, it's small compared to what everyone's going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like your son said, something to look forward to. I look yeah. forward to 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, that Bud I'm watching baseball. Ted on the radio. It's the whole great. damn thing. Speak, yeah. Speaking of that, before we get to how old are they and how much they're worth, are you doing the what you said? Are you playing catch every uh, every afternoon? We every are. Evening? We went out and then... uh we went out. We play one-on-one. Yeah. So now we've upped the ante a little bit. We were using kind of like a junior football. Yeah. And I was feeling like Jamarcus Russell because I <laughs> can uncork a spiral <laughs> about 18 yards, and I feel like it's going. But now we up the ante. We up the ante because Bob Wick. Yeah, you told us you got the Bob Wick ball. The Charger ball. Yeah. And so we were throwing that. And my sons, who struggle with it early, are doing pretty good throwing good. the NFL football. But we went out the other day, and we are out, and my son slid out. He had not very good traction on his tennis shoe. Yeah. And his hamstring kind of tightened up on wow. him. So we just we went out. I think that was Monday Tuesday, we just kind of threw it. We just kind of go in the triangle formation, just threw the ball around a little bit. 
But we were out every night. Last night, we didn't go for their mom's birthday. And then she called me today, and she goes, hey, look, um, Kate's kind of throwing up a little bit today, and Jack's not feeling great. And she and I were saying what I'm sure a lot of us are doing, where you go through the day, and all of a sudden, your throat gets a little itchy, and you're like, well, I'm fucking done. I guess I'll just drive myself right to the fucking ICU. That's great. I'll be... Yeah, I hope they got a fucking ventilator for me. And then half hour later, you feel normal and you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm kind of a dumb shit. I think a lot of people are freaking out. And then an hour later, you're like, headache? What? Yeah. I got fucking headache? Shit, I'm done. Is anybody going to take me in? I'm going to die by myself? What? Fuck. Why did I pay that credit card bill? And then you go, oh, I guess I'm okay. So... It's what she, I was telling her, I'm like, hey, you okay? And she's like, yeah, my throat's a little scratchy. I'm like, you ready for the ICU? She goes, God damn. She goes, I'm thinking every day. That's funny. But, um, so I didn't go see him tonight yeah. because you're asthmatic and you just, you see too many people. Yeah, so yeah. I talked to Jack and Kate tonight. Both of them are feeling better and we're hoping, look, man, it's WrestleMania weekend. We got yeah. a lot of shit to do this weekend. Um, so hopefully we're back out there. It's the best part, Dave. Yeah. It's just, it's a little bit, it's just for the three of us to chat a little bit. We throw it Good. for about 45 minutes, get some fresh air, Yeah. go take them and get them an ice cream or do whatever. And uh, yeah, just great. Like I saw some dumb fuck on Twitter. <laughs> like You could send the sentence right there. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking my sons out trying to bring something normal, and there's some dumb fuck. Fuck off. My my sons, we're out, and my son was like, hey, you know where I want to go? I want to go to Mary's Donuts because we used to go there on the weekend. I go, oh, okay, great. We're sitting there. And I meant to tell you this story. So we're sitting there. My sons were just hanging out, and, man, there's a homeless guy over there. We're just kind of chatting. And I'm walking back to the car. Where's Mary's Donuts? Over in Santee. Okay. Great little place that Santee treasure. And my sons come back dying laughing. And they're like, Dad, that idiot right there walking in was like, oh, my God, that's Dave Palais. That's Dave Palais. <laughs> and uh, he's like, he doesn't even know who you are. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. He's probably carrying something. And my son Jack's like, coronavirus? I'm like, no, he's just got something else he can tell. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then, you know, just guys talking. Dude, I'm trying to keep my fucking kids sane. I'm trying to keep their mom sane. That's it. So fuck off. I don't care what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Don't talk to me. Don't talk to them. Unless you're like, hey, guys, you winning? That's it. Yeah. Just say you winning. But I'm like, I just, I'm like, why didn't I mute this fucker earlier? I saw this guy. I'm like, dude, yeah. It's, you know what? It's the craziest part of all of it is yeah. trying to keep my sons who are 12 from getting, like you said, Dave, scared or panicked. That's funny you use that word. I remember, um, and, and and trust me, when anyone comes up ever and says they like the show, I always got to kick it. I'll talk to you forever. Yeah. If it's me. Mm-hmm. If it's my wife and my kids, my son Jake used to hate it when we were kids. Let's Funny, go. My kids don't like it either. Yeah. Jake used to go, let's go. Let's go. Hated it all the time when we were doing, uh, I'm not even sure which show. It might have been the ESPN show probably. Yeah. And uh, it, it would happen because 
East Lake, basically we're in this area. My kids played Little League. I coach in in East Lake Little League and love the community. And I don't mind talking about the show, but if my kids are with me and they don't want any part of it. Well, 99% of the people are super cool. Super cool. So I don't mean to come off wrong on this. And and this isn't my complaint. But I remember there was a thing at Field of Dreams in Mission Valley. And I think you had something that came up, but I'm Harmon Killebrew oh, was there. Oh, right. Yeah, I couldn't go. And I had my uh, my son Josh with me, who was, who was young at the time. I think it might have been five. And, dude, there's the only time I ever got a panic attack about it. There's so many people around that I kind of lost. We lost hands. Oh. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, shit, where's my kid? Yeah. And there, then it was, when you're a parent, you can't find your kid. Dude. Holy cow, man. And then people don't understand what's going through your mind. They're, they Yeah. Hey, Harmon Killebrew, and then they want to talk. Hey, what, where's Jeff? You know, I could yeah. do fuck it. Nothing matters right now. I can't find my kid in this group of people. Yeah, and we're in this mall. But there's only time I is used worth panic. I had a complete panic attack. My heart was coming through my chest, shaking. Yeah, it was it was it was, it was nuts. But no, normally, not, man, I love talking about the show. And and Jack and Kate are cool with it. I, yeah. fuck it. I tell them, I go, dude, that means the world to me. So you two little fucks can fuck off. <laughs> um, but it's just the guy who's gonna chirp or do just. Dude, you don't matter. Like, I hate to be the guy to tell you. You don't. Like, just if I'm out trying to keep my kids fucking sane and you're like, hey, man, you guys winning. Fuck, I'll talk to you all day long. But if you're going to be a fucking mouth, fuck off. Fucking figure out who the hell we are. You asshole. (laughs) My son laughed at you. Like, dad, that idiot. No, it was good. Speaking uh, speaking of panic and dreams, I had a crazy dream yesterday. And again, I have known nothing about what dreams mean and some people say they don't mean jack shit but usually i always tell you i don't remember any of my dreams if i have a dream that i remember yeah i usually will tell you on the show yeah i had one yesterday where a guy pulls a gun out on me oh okay oh first time i've ever had any dream that i can remember like this and i was talking the guy out of not pulling the trigger and boom he shot me right in the chest right in the heart that's very funny, and I'll tell you why in about. <laughs> it's I'll very, tell you, it's very funny. Well, and t- I, uh, but I remember the last thing I said was, "Oh man, like, dude, I thought I had you yeah. not doing it." And then I was face down in the cement, and it woke me up. Done. Yeah. And I was, it was, it was crazy as shit. Like, you ever have those dreams? You got to walk around. Like, you got to get out of bed and walk around to shake it because you can't. If you close your eyes again, you're right back into it. Yeah, I told you. Uh, I told you, man. You have all kinds of crazy ones. Yeah, the funniest one I ever had. Was well, I told you I had that one with that girl from Encinitas where I hated her for like a year. Yeah, fuck, I still might hate her. It's like twenty years later, <laughs> and then in high school, the dumbest dream I ever had by far. My kids think it's great. I love this dream. Uh, I was at Live Aid. Was at Live Aid and I was singing. Were you killing it? <laughs> I think so. But I wasn't with any of the good bands that were at Live yeah. Aid. Like you weren't with Queen or Zeppelin. <laughs> None of them. I was with uh, Power Station singing "Bang a Gong." <laughs> <laughs> the fucking worst. I were you up. singing with them, or were you just the lead guy? I was the guy. Robert oh, Palmer was out. Oh my god, dude! And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I woke up. I was like, shit, no. <laughs> Of course, I tell everybody because it's so stupid. Like, God. But when you woke up, were you like, that was fucking awesome? No. <laughs> it's power state. I mean, I wasn't like, it could have been like Spandau Ballet, I guess. I mean, it could have been worse. <laughs> but I was just like, no. No. 
<laughs> the worst. So yeah, every now and then you'll be driving on Sirius XM, and that song will come on. Oh, it's like, fucking oh, funny as hell. Shit. My kid's like, what? I'm like, this is a song I sang at Live Aid. They're like, oh, this song sucks. I'm like, I know. They're like, were you any good? I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. Oh, my song God. sucks. Dude, that was 35 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I've Damn. hated it. I've been, that's why I'm a tortured soul, man. Fuck. I didn't get anything cool. All right. I didn't get anything fun. <laughs> Before we get to how old are they and how much they're worth, I want to mention Dan Williams. I tell you all the time, you need to call Dan. So many people are calling Dan. I know I've called Dan more in the last couple of weeks than ever before. Yep. My, my son has called him as well. Just talked to Dan yesterday. Again, he's the guy to talk to right now. So many people don't know what's going on with exactly the money. People are saying houses aren't getting locked in. What's going to happen with the rates? What's going to happen with the stimulus check? So many things that Dan can help you with financially. I don't know what you're waiting for. Call Dan Williams. 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Again, he wants to help you get out of the rental market because more and more houses are going on the market right now. Yep. And at the same time, the houses that people, unfortunately, who are going to lose the houses are going to now have to rent. Mm -hmm. Guess what? The rental market's going to go through the freaking roof. Get out of the rental market. Jump into your first house or, or whatever situation. If you own a house before, a chance to get back into a house. Dan Williams is your guy, 858-688-6813. Boy, I talked to Dan for a long, long time today, and we talked a lot about planning your financial future. And there, I wonder how many of you got what I got in the mail about three weeks ago. And I got an email, or a, I'm sorry, a letter solicitation from a credit card company saying, hey, we'll take over. You can do a balance transfer. So I have two cards. I've got a Capital One card and a Chase card. You can take those. We'll put them over. You have 0% APR for a year, and you can do all these different kind of things. Well, because I'm a little type A, I've been able to pay my two cards down where it doesn't make any sense to do a balance transfer. The other thing that I didn't like about it, it, it was an American Express card. And a lot of places you can't yeah. use American Express. But I said to Dan, does this make sense for people? Does debt consolidation make sense for people? Because right now what we're talking about is cash flow. Make sure, because Dave, he said to me today, he goes, you know what I love about what you're doing is he said, you're paying down your debt. Money's going to come in, and he said, your credit score is high, and he said, Jeff, you're going to be what they consider a paper, and he said, a people with a paper that have money, that have a high credit score, and a solid history of paying down your bills are going to have unbelievable options when it comes to the housing market, yeah. so that's why for you... Dave said it. We talk to Dan all the time. You have to make sure today, like I'm looking out, Dan and I are looking out six months, 12 months, yeah. 18 months, so that when the time comes when I'm ready to go, shit, man, I'm going to get the deal that I want, 858-688-6813. You got to make that call. But I called him because I said, look, there may be people today that are wondering, does debt consolidation make sense? Do these balance transfers make sense? If I do a balance transfer of $3,000 or $10,000, 
what's that hidden fee that the bank's going to get? Does that make sense right now to pay the interest, but maybe buy myself a little bit of time? All those different, th or pay the fee, but get a little bit of time. All of those answers, but don't just call them to waste your time or waste Dan's time. If you're looking big picture, like, hey, I want to buy a house, but I got to make sure I've checked box A, B, and C before I get to box D. Boy, I can't think of anybody better. 858-688-6813. One of the reasons if you're looking to buy a house too, and this is something that, that one reason I called him yesterday was we needed that pre-approval rate, that yeah. pre-approval, and we needed to fill out all the paperwork. So Dan, hey, walk me through this. What do you need for me? Because if you find that house, guess what? They're going to say, it's fantastic. You want it. Can you afford it? You're yeah. going to need that piece of paper that says, yeah, guess what? He's approved for this amount of money yep. and good to go. So Dan, Dan's your guy. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. If you haven't called him yet, super easy to deal with. He's very fast, gets right to the point, doesn't waste your time, and isn't trying to get into something that you don't need. Brian Kerr is your guy for real estate. I'm dealing with Brian right now like crazy. He could have sold us two houses in the last uh, week. And both times, guess what? He talked us out of it. Mm. And he's, you know what? It's one of those where if you're a businessman and you say, well, what's the smart move? You got the customer. And Brian's like, these aren't good. The first one, he was like, you're never going to get your money back mm -hmm. in the first one. Second one, he said, those power lines are there a little too close. A little too close. Wow. When you're going to want to resell this thing, let's say in 10 years and figure out where your next house is, you're going to go, you know what? This might keep somebody from buying. And if it's if you're thinking about it, I'm thinking about it. Too big of a gamble. You want yep. to get your money back, if not make money on those houses. Again, Brian Kerr is your guy. He knows the market better than anyone in San Diego County. Please give him a call at 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. And the old saying that uh, his customers always come first, firsthand, I can tell you, he looks out for the customer before anything else. It's incredible. And we always talk about uh, never want to move to IB, never want to move to City Heights, right? You talk about that. I I found myself with my kids the other day in a neighborhood. Dave, I've lived here, gosh dang, since 81. So I don't know, what's that going to be? Going on 40 years yeah, wow. uh, coming up uh, next summer. I don't know that you and I, for anything that we've done from remotes, for companies, for anything else, uh, have other spent any extended time in South Park? Now, I've been in South Park at Book Catapult for a couple of things with Matt Coyle. Dan Williams came down and met us there. But the other day, uh, my sons and I were out, and I we ended up, and I go, oh, hey, this yeah. is that South Park neighborhood. And I go, let's just go take a drive around. Yeah. Holy shit, what a cool neighborhood. Now, I can't tell you anything about it, but it just felt like the place where you go, Man, you could just walk to the pizza place. You can walk here. You could do whatever. There are so many insanely cool little hidden gem neighborhoods where you go, yeah, this is great because that's exactly what I have to find. I would really like to get back to La Mesa, but if I don't go back to La Mesa and I ended up in South Park or I ended up in PB or I ended up in Coronado or anywhere else, there's so many great places where you go, hey, Brian, take me there. What are you looking for? Well, I want to have a place where my sons and I can just kind of cruise through the neighborhood, right? Throw the football, do these kind of things, go out, get a bite to eat, and feel safe each and every night. I can't think of anybody better. And, Dave, that stuff that you said about Brian not immediately going, now nah, this is it, looking at it, 
from his perspective, but doing it on behalf of you. I just think that's so yeah, great. It's great. That it it can't be emphasized enough. It's just he's our guy is part of the family, but that's what makes us so great. <laughs> Dave, we're not gonna go here, buddy. Uh not enough helipads over. <laughs> Chicks down there, Dave. Hey, I know you're married and this doesn't really matter for you. Even though your wife's walking around in uh, tank tops and Metallica t-shirts. But a lot of the chicks in this neighborhood, Dave, probably a seven, seven and a half. We're going to go to the eight and a half nine range over. <laughs> Taylor May Pools is the way to go. Every house we look at, guess what? We say, hey, are we calling Alan Taylor with this, yeah. with this house? We're looking for that pool. We've never had a pool before. Alan Taylor's your guy for that perfect pool. My wife says, are you sure he's going to be able to do it right? You're damn right he will because I'll show you. What did she say? Because she doesn't know. Know what she doesn't know? She doesn't know he's a 3D design. She doesn't know that we will see everything before he starts construction. Keep her yap from yapping. You tell her that, okay? <laughs> you tell her. I'm already on the edge. <laughs> so right now, I'm telling you, Alan Taylor, not only What's does that he- door do it open? <laughs> not only does he do all the pools, but he also will do the landscaping around it. So you, you think, okay, I got this backyard. The pool's going to go where? How will it be set up towards the sun? He knows all that stuff. But at the same time, everything around the pool, he can do all the landscaping around it as well. Alan Taylor's your guy, 20 years in the business. His number is 619-449-4452. Taylor made pools, 619-449-4452. Al Taylor was part of the guys on my check-in list today. Yeah. And just saying, hey, man, I'm thinking about you. How you doing? He goes, I got to tell you, it's great to be home after too many days at the hospital. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, Gavin's recovery is by far the highlight of 2020. You weren't kidding. But it would have been the highlight no matter if a thousand things had been going on. But boy, in a year full of challenges, one amazing story for one amazing family. And Dave, not only the new pools, start getting your ideas right now, but the remodels too. I, I think that's the thing that so many houses, you may have that home that, has been passed down from generation to generation and you look in the back and you you see the pool and it may feel like a pool that was really really cool in 1970 or 1985 but right now in 2020 it could be so much better that's why i always say go to our website daveandjeffshow.com go to the sponsor page and it'll take you right to tailor-made pools and all of a sudden you look and that very vanilla mayonnaise based pool can all of a sudden become very similar to what you would see at one of the top-end hotels. That's why hotels in San Diego are calling tailor-made pools. They have options, but they want the best, and you're going to want the best too. Let Alan and his team come in, change your backyard, and boy, don't you wish you had done it already for the next five weeks while we're locked in. The weather yesterday and today so great. And yes. if you got to be uh, self-quarantined, man, do it poolside with a tailor-made pool. Kyle Fluger's your guy for that perfect website. Help that business grow. 619-500-6621. If you're running business right now and you aren't running it through your website, you're making a huge mistake, as everyone can see right now. Now is the time to make sure you're doing commerce through that website. 619-500-6621. I got a website for you. Oh, let me hear it. Hotchickswithoutparents.com. Oh, I like that. I like that. Don't want to deal with the in-laws. You want to know what you're what you're getting into before you start the relationship. <laughs> right. Oh, that 
Boy, that can't be said enough. <laughs> she may be perfect, but if her mom and dad are fucked up, that's a deal breaker. Unless she hates him. Maybe she's one of those yeah. that wants to separate from her parents. <laughs> but I'm, oh boy. See, you were lucky. I was lucky. My in-laws were great. My in-laws are still yeah. friends to this day. That's awesome. And uh, and they were great. And your in-laws were. They were great. Amazing people. That is such a benefit. But then you meet other people and you go, oh, your in-laws are kind of fucked up. <laughs> hate you. They hate you. <laughs> and they influence decisions you make that you wouldn't have made exactly otherwise. Exactly right. Good God. I don't have any exact examples, <laughs> wink, wink, but we probably all know one or two, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, I like that one a lot. All right, here we go. I got uh, only one birthday for April 2nd, as I fucked up at the beginning of the show and said April 12th, but the April 2nd, I got one birthday, but the rest of them are going to be April 1st. And since oh, yeah, you already that's know, good. Your ex-wife is April 1st, so there are a bunch of good ones on April oh, that's 1st. that's a good but one. But I'm going like to give that. you April 2nd. We'll start with that one first because I, I know he's one of your favorites. Marvin Gaye. Oh, fuck. Been by his house in L.A. It's part of the tour. Marvin Gaye was born 1939. I'm not going to have a guess his age. He died 1984. How much is Marvin Gaye worth? Oh, man. So 1939. He's so 45. No, well, he was, was 45 when he died. So he's what? He would have been... 36 years on top of that. Yeah, 81? That's correct. Damn, dude. It's crazy to think yes. of Marvin Gaye at 81. Yeah. Wow. Um, how much is he worth? Well, I don't know how many of those, those songs he wrote. And again, the money... Was so different back then. I'll say uh, thirty million. A lot less than that. Really? What do they got him at? Zero, because he owed nine million dollars to the IRS at no the time of his death. No shit. Yep. Damn, Fucking dude. Zero. Fuck his that dad. That sucks. Fuck his dad, right? Yeah. That now this is weird. Okay, I'll tell you. Okay, give me the background on this. Do you know why his dad shot him? I don't. They were there in the house, but there was a movie. Jennifer Garner made just like two years ago, yeah. and she was kind of like, um, where she was like a mom pissed off. You know that movie? No, I don't. It's but, her real life. That's what her husband right? took off in the, but, in the plane. Yeah. But they were filming a scene, and it's in like the house. They were filming like right next door to Marvin Gaye's house. Really? Yeah, because I took my son. My son didn't get that one. I just went for me because. Dude, I love all old school yeah. Motown. Like Smokey Robinson, Marvin Gaye, Jackie Wilson, Al Wilson, Show and Tell, all those dudes. It's just all of that. I love all of it. And so uh but no, I don't I don't know. I mean, just probably two alphas yeah. couldn't get along. Dude, he was he was different level cool. Uh yeah, absolutely. Um you know, speaking of, as you said, old school L.A., I watched yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again this yeah. week. Yeah. The last scene in that movie, if you haven't seen it, it Wild. is worth seeing that fucking movie. It might be the best last scene of any movie I think yeah. I've ever seen. Unbelievable. It's so fucking good. All right, April 1st, Knoxville's own Randy Orton. Oh, no, wait. RKO? Yep. On April 1st. Dude, my kids will freak out when they find out <laughs> their mom shares a birthday with Randy Orton. Um... I'll say 37. 40. Is he 40? Damn. 40. 
He probably makes pretty good dough. I'll he say does. he's worth $24 million. $11 million. All right. I bet he makes one. more than that, but all right. All right, here's one for you. She's dead, but Debbie Reynolds. Damn, dude, these are funny. Uh, <laughs> she's doing, my ex-wife's got much better than I have. I have Dan Cortez. Oh, she's boy. already way ahead of me. And Joey Heatherton. I got that chick on my birthday, too. That's it. How old was Debbie Reynolds when she died? Uh, and that's funny, too. She died in 1960, um, excuse me, 2016. I think she was like, I'm going to say she would have been 89 today. Um, Pretty damn close, dude. She would have been 88. Wow. All right. And how much was she worth? Remember, she died the day after her daughter died. Really? Remember, had a stroke. Yep. Um, Worth a lot more than you think. That's all I'll say. Because she had that hotel in Vegas. Okay, so maybe maybe you're right on the money, so don't listen to me. I just didn't realize Debbie Reynolds had that much money. Yeah, she had that, she owned a, like, she had money in Vegas, like old school. I'll say uh, $40 million. $103 million. What the fuck? Yeah. How, <laughs> what the what? fuck is right, right? Yeah. All right, Susan Boyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. How... <laughs> Dude, how much would I have to drink to bank Susan Boyle? Again? It's not enough alcohol. Uh, Never. 56. 59. 59. How much is she worth? More than you think. That's all I'll say. For me, at least. 8 million. A lot more. How much? 40. Shut up. $40 million. How did she make 40 million? Fuck if I know. Susan Boyle's $40 million. Whoa. Okay. And the last one of the night, Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow is 48. Really close, 47. And she she probably makes, well, she's on cable. Not as, for me, not as much as I thought. But you, you're right, you said cable. 25 million. 20 million. Wow. All right, I love this game. I'm going to play this game with you. Okay. Because I was dying laughing listening to Stern last night play this game with Jimmy Fallon. Okay, God dang it, I, I tried to listen and I missed that part. And the game was, you're on an island okay, with two people and you have to give one of them to the sharks. So one of them, you have to feed one of them to the sharks and the other one lives, okay? Oh my God, dude. So you got to start going. You ready to play? No, not at all. I don't well, you're going to play. Hold Your on. first two guys that you have oh, to- Oh, you're going to tell me which two? Yeah. Okay, good. I thought I had to tell you which two. Go no. ahead. Okay, so you're on the island. One of these two guys lives. The other guy gets fed to the sharks. Okay. Okay? First two guys you have to choose from are Steve Woods and Mike Costa. Oh, that's funny. God dang, they've both been good to me. Who goes to the sharks? Because remember, you're going to have to listen to the other guy. You're going to have to live with him. So whose stories do you want to listen to on God that island? And who goes? See, Woods never turns off. Like, Woods would be that guy with the battery that just, like, high motor, that just doesn't fucking ever stop talking. Yeah. And then he got Costa, so fucking emotional, will cry once I push put Woods in the water. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Woods talk than listen to Costa cry. Fucking Costa, Costa's going in the water. Wow. Wow. All right, ready? Round Am I two? right? Am I right on that? I think Woods, Woods will just keep talking and talking, and you're like, fuck. I think Woods is gone. Jesus. You know Mike like 20 years. Yeah, I know, but he's so fucking emotional. He just cried nonstop that he watched Woods die. 
Or he'd be crying because he's thanking me that I didn't put him in the water. One of the two. He did, That's true. Mike may be gone. Sorry, I can't Steve. sit there trying to fall asleep at night and listen to Mike crying every night. Well, Fuck. the good thing is, too, with, with Steve, if Steve stays, yeah, like if we got a skin a hyena, yeah. you know Woods will do it. Yeah. Mike's not doing shit. Mike's not. Sorry, Mike. You're out. <laughs> okay, next. Mike's, Mike's that finger pointer. You do it. Do this over here. Move this do over it. here. It's not getting involved. Next. Couple of uh, go ahead. I like this game already. Icons, Mark Grant or Don Orsillo. Oh fuck! I think Mark would talk my ear off. I think Mark goes in the water. Mark goes in the water. Yeah. Orsillo's a fisherman. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great point. Fuck, dude. and he can cook. Yeah, yeah. That's not even close. Even though I've known Mark a lot longer than I've known Don, and I don't, I don't even think I have Don's number on my phone. Yeah, Mark's going in the water. Kathleen Bader, Barbara Lee. Oh, that's funny as shit, too. God, they're both great. I think Barbara Lee goes in the water and Kathleen oh, Bates stays. Damn it. Aloha, Taylor, Leslie, Lopez. Oh, fuck. I think Leslie Lopez goes in the water. Aloha, Steelers. Aloha Taylor stays. Damn. Well, that's a tough one. Aloha's a closer friend. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's Aloha stain. Pete and Point Loma or Billy? <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. This one's easier than you think. Why? Because I'll tell you right now, everybody gets on each other's nerves. I'm pretty sure that Billy could kill me. Um, so Billy goes in the water. And, and Pete's just going to be that guy that's just always having a good time. I could see me getting on Billy's nerves and he just breaks my neck. <laughs> you ever shake Billy's hand? I love Billy. Yeah. Dude. I love both those guys. I wasn't going to bring any <laughs> listeners in, but I was just... I didn't write down a list. I was just throwing it. All right, here's the Are last. Are there any ones that you disagree with so far? Uh, no, you're okay. fine. Uh, here's the last one of the Go night ahead. for tonight. We'll play. I'll bring some more in on okay. uh, I love Sunday. This. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Ann or Nicole Eggert? Oh, fuck, dude. That's the toughest one. No, that's not tough. Not as tough as you think. And it's funny is they are have both become, I think, you would agree, they become personal friends and not oh, yeah. just on the show. Yep. Who's going in the water? Nicole goes in the water. God! She's, yeah. she's been on Baywatch. She can swim. She has a fighting chance. Lisa Ann is at a, at a different level for us. Like as far as friendship goes. I mean, always yeah. checking in. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. Nicole's done the same thing, though, for me, too. So, uh, yeah, Nicole goes in the water, unfortunately. Lisa Ann lives. All right. Let me think if I can. I got to figure. Oh, I got one more for you. Just remember, Lisa Ann dropped that line. Remember the first time she was on the show? What's that? If you have sex with me, I'll ruin you for the rest of your life. That's not a bad way to go. <laughs> There's about five chicks. Guarantee everybody who was listening was like, prove it. Yeah, I'm prove willing to take it. that chance. Um, all right. And the final one is a couple of your East Lake neighbors. Oh, boy. Jim Trotter, Sean Walchiff. Oh, that's horrible. God dang it. They're both good guys. Doesn't matter. One's going in the water. Jim has to go in the water. I see Sean every day. What? <laughs> Sean can cook too. Fuck, he's gonna make get me something to eat. I don't know if Jim can cook. Tell me how much he misses his dog every fucking day. Yeah, Jim's going to the water. It's not even that hard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Did I? I'm trying to think. Did I miss anybody? We got TV. If, yeah, if you want to go close to me, I'd say if you want to go Garvey and Magic Johnson, Garvey's going in the water, Magic's staying. Really? Yeah. Garvey goes in, Magic stays. 
don't listen to Garvey's bullshit. Mark or Donnie Wahlberg? <laughs> That's a funny ass one. <laughs> Fuck, money doesn't matter, so it doesn't matter if Mark goes in. I think Mark goes in. Mark would wear me out. Yeah? He has a huge ego. Yeah, he's going in. All right, I'll put a list together. All right, good deal. I'll, I'll try and do the same thing for you. All right, we'll it's put it together. Uh, thanks to everybody. Stay safe. Keep your goddamn six feet away from everybody. <laughs> and uh, hopefully uh, we'll all be back here Sunday night. Good deal. Good deal.